Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Welcome back, everybody. Today is part two for the Yamas and Niyamas, the spiritual guide to the practice of yoga by Deborah Allen. So part two is all about truthfulness. So truthfulness is the second yama in the yamas and niyamas. Once again, the reason why I chose to bring this book specifically to the show over such a long duration, taking up so many episodes, is because I really truly feel it has so many fantastic principles to help us live our best lives and be our best versions of ourselves. So here's hoping today gives you something to think about after, some thoughts to ponder, or something to maybe encourage or reflect back on some things you're already doing. This whole podcast, as you know, is always about helping individuals really show up and encourage each other to live that best life practice and gave us some essential tools to consider as we go about our day to day. In this chapter, we go into truthfulness and she talks about how it's not essentially the safe option, okay? So it's not the option that's gonna be automatic or that's gonna bring you comfort all the time, but she associates it with the good choice, okay? That good feeling. It's about showing up and being truthful with ourselves and other people around us, so in our interactions. And through that repetitive, consistent action, it's actually living life with more integrity. Just think of a situation where maybe you're having a conversation with somebody and you're really feeling that they want you to say something specific. And maybe that's not what you want to say. Okay, maybe that isn't what your thoughts is, but you don't want to go against the person because you want you want a feeling of belonging and connection. And you feel that maybe if you're not going to be honest, you're going to jeopardize that. And I want you to remember or reflect back on how you feel when you leave those situations. Okay, how maybe sometimes maybe you might get an icky feeling in your stomach or it starts to hurt the relationship because you're like, oh, I, I, did it. I wasn't really honest here. I wasn't really the person who I wanted to be. So what this chapter really goes into is how it's about showing up in all the moments and being and living our truth in that moment. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be harsh or rude or anything like that, and I'll go into that in a bit, but it's about showing up and being vulnerable and real instead of catering your actions and behaviors to what you think somebody else wants of you or what you think will be more socially accepted. Instead, it's going against that grain and really showing up and being and living your authentic self, being true to who you are in that specific moment. Now to live that over and over and over again, you're honestly, you're choosing growth 
over then that feeling or that needing to belong or that comfort of what's easy. You're choosing to grow and really tap into and respect who you are in that specific situation. So it's not about trying to be guilted into giving the most socially accepted response or what you feel the consensus of the room is. It's about being real and really allowing your words and your actions to mean something. I see multiple situations in a run of a week. I interact with large groups of people in an organization and I see so much of people being too scared to be honest with what is their truth in the moment. It's trying to fit in or trying to maybe not go against the grain, but I find when we do that and we go against what our truth is in the moment, I feel we start to devalue words and we devalue actions. Because when people cannot trust the words coming out of our mouth or trust our actions, it becomes a really dangerous situation. Because if our words are not honest or if our actions that we show up and do are not honest, then really, how can people believe us when we show up and we act in a specific way? So I find sometimes that need to fit in or that need to be with the the group or the majority, I find it can create a really dangerous reality. And it becomes dangerous because I feel we're not honest. And we don't actually show up and have real authentic conversations. Instead, we do the, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm." And just picture what I'm doing now. I'm nodding and smiling and I'm encouraging people, but yet I'm not showing up and being the real me. And I, I really see it as a disservice, not only with ourselves as individuals, I see it as a disservice to all of the relationships that we show up for. In a way, it's teaching people that our truth doesn't matter. And then it's just about fitting in in that specific moment. So I get when I initially said truthfulness, a lot of people might be like, obviously, I'm going to show up and be truthful. But then I want you to dig deeper And I want you to ask yourself and reflect on the question of, are you? Are you showing up in each and every interaction with yourself and with other people and really being truthful and honest in that, in those, all of those particular situations? When somebody asks you, can you do this? Are you saying yes, because you feel that's what they want to hear? Or are you saying yes, because you can Do you have time to do this? Are you saying yes because you feel that's what people want to hear? Or are you saying it because it's the truth? I feel by not respecting people with that honesty, we're teaching each other to be fake. And when we show up and we're fake, then I feel that we're not having 
a true opportunity for connection that I feel can absolutely exist even when we disagree. If we choose to show up and be truthful in that moment. In the book, Deborah talks about how truth and living our truth in each and every moment asks us to pay attention, to be really present, okay, and do it right the first time instead of having to go back and do damage control or having to go back and admit that maybe you weren't so honest. It takes a lot more work to go back and fix those things because sometimes that damage is not so easily fixed. So sometimes when you show up and you're not honest with people time and time again, you're gonna really start to hurt that relationship because people are gonna start to wonder if they can actually trust what you're saying. Just the same as you would with anybody else, maybe not being 100% truthful with you. So she addresses how, why not do it right the first time? Why not make that vow to be honest no matter how uncomfortable or against the grain it actually might be? Instead of feeling that ease in the moment or that comfort in the moment to just nod and smile or agree, it's about being honest, having those honest conversations which allows us to build trust in ourselves and with other people. So essentially being truthful to ourselves and others actually is what makes us trustworthy. It's what makes people be able to show up and interact with us and know they are going to get your truth, no matter if that means you'll agree with them or disagree challenge or be curious but you will live that truth in the moment so they they look at you as a honest source of conversation and that's a beautiful thing a really important part in this section is she talks about how truthfulness it's not a weapon okay so just because I'm here telling you or the, or the book addresses how it's about being honest, living your truth, when, even when it's not popular. But we can still do that and be really respectful of other people. So we don't have to be mean, be degrading. Uh, they, they address it as mowing people down. But we can listen to other people and we can disagree and still have a truthful, honest, sometimes beautiful conversation on those disagreements. It's about realizing what we believe right now actually impacts all the decisions that we make. And maybe what we believe right now is not going to be our truth forever. It actually changes over time and it's very different for every person. So we get new perspectives as we grow. If you talk to me 10 years ago, I have no doubt <laughs> that my, my life vision or what I thought was important, it's maybe essentially the same, but some big things have changed for me. 
So we have to respect that the person that we are in this moment might not be the person that we are for forever. And that goes for the same for other people. So it's about just being truthful and being respectful and gentle with each other as we do it, knowing that we grow, we change, we adapt. So why not listen to each other, even if it's an opposing view, even if it's a challenging view? Listen, see what a person has to say, encourage that conversation. And those conversations can be so truthful and have so much value and yet still be so kind and so compassionate. So just because we're talking about truth, it doesn't mean we can sugarcoat our being mean because it's our truth in that moment. It's about living the truth and being kind as we do it. And the book didn't essentially go there, but it's something I walk away with. And it's something I consider a lot in my interactions to try not to brush people off when they disagree with you or they have an opposing view as you, an opposing view from you. It's about holding space, having an honest conversation, like we mentioned in the last episode, really allowing yourself to be active in that moment and really seek to understand them. It's surprising how we can maybe be impacted by this and how maybe it can possibly alter the way that we perceive something. So it's really living in that moment and trying to take this truth in, which is the other person, instead of just shutting down because it's not essentially with what you agree with. It's being opened to that prospect of we're all very different and we all change. We're ever changing. So holding space, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to agree with them, but that honest conversation. In a way, we can agree to disagree and just really enjoy the opportunity to actually get to know each other, to be respectful and honor each other as individuals and be truthful in that moment. When we are truthful in the moment, it opens the door for that real connection versus that fake just trying to fit in doesn't really feel that our opinion or our truth matters. It's about getting uncomfortable, having those conversations, speaking your truth all while being opened and listening to others as they speak theirs. Getting back to the content that's actually in the book, she associates truthfulness as, I already mentioned, staying present and leaning into that growth, but it's also meeting that moment full on. So choosing courage choosing or leaning into that willingness to be raw with reality, to be fierce, to meet each other with truth, builds those real life interactions. And it's worth asking ourselves as individuals right now, so reflect for a second, what are you so afraid of? 
what are we so afraid of? I get not fitting in. I get the person might see us differently. But really, that's who we are in that moment. So by not honoring them with showing up as ourselves, for me, it's a sense of fakeness. And that fakeness is a disservice. It's a disservice to the people around you because you're they're not you're not giving them the opportunity to really get to know you. So in a way the relationship is faulty. It's aversion. It's who you can be or who you say you are. But when we can be honest and be truthful and choose that courage and fierceness, we lean into real conversations. We lean into honest relationships, honest, real relationships. And then we set the bar for how to interact with each other instead of what we see sometimes in our society is polite agreement when to our core we maybe don't agree. So going back to we can still agree to disagree or we can have opposing thoughts and be very kind to each other as we share them. And then that truth, that conversation becomes a real relationship. It's the power of truth. It's the power of true connection. And that can't be built on fakeness. It can't be built on lip service or what you think somebody else wants to hear. True connection starts with you being connected with yourself and speaking and honoring that truth with each other to build real relationships. So questions at the end of this section, um, there's five I think I picked, but the first one, it says, observe the difference between nice and being real. Notice situations where you are nice and others where you chose to be real in that moment. What were the results of both? And maybe why? So were you seeking approval or were you showing up and being honest? Now I would add to that and I want you to acknowledge how you feel in those interactions with those specific peoples or with those specific people. So the times that you were nice or what you felt was nice, maybe you you said what you thought they wanted to hear or you you weren't as honest as what you could have been. Ask yourselves why. Why did you choose to do that? Why was that the reaction for you? And then also notice the times where you really show up and you're truthful in those relationships, in those conversations. And I want you to acknowledge the different feeling with both. I want you to acknowledge which one are you drawn maybe a little bit more to and acknowledge the feelings associated with it. Because once you can start to break that down, I find it's easier for you to start to seek out those relationships that you're really looking for. And a lot of the times I'm going to guess that it's going to line up with the real 
because you feel that true sense of connection versus maybe exhausted with having to entertain or deal with somebody. So I just want you to maybe draw that conclusion for yourself. And maybe that's not your conclusion and that's fine. It's just about acknowledging what feels good for you and just ask yourself the the questions of why you showed up that way and what was the result. The second question to ponder for this um, chapter or section was go slow and do it right the first time so that you have absolutely nothing to go back and clean up. So no running. It's about facing it with clarity and with courage. So when somebody asks you a tough question, okay, lean in to that comfort. Maybe go slow. Don't just babble off a response. Maybe think about it and speak with your truth. The third one that I want to bring in was look at things that once maybe possibly served you that maybe don't serve you anymore. So honor them and look and see if you actually need them anymore. And then the second part becomes letting go of what you don't actually need anymore. And look at how much that frees you up. Frees you up for real interaction and frees you up for real connection with other people. And the last one I want to bring is ponder the works of Gandhi. How much are you willing to risk for the victories of truth? So truthfulness, I'll I'll wrap it up by talking about how it's about showing up and being you. And I don't feel that's our default, unfortunately, in today's society right now. I feel we're taught to adapt, camouflage, and just fit in. Ever hear the phrase, don't rock the boat? Um, Which I feel just honestly, in my opinion, it stems from a fear of conflict. A fear that I, I think is really deeply ingrained in our culture. And I think the more we understand conflict and the positives of it and the realness that it can bring, I feel that's when we can start to work against maybe some of this stuff. And that's when we can start to show up and choose to be really real in each and every conversation, even when it means a little bit of conflict or disagreeing or challenging a relationship or friendship. It doesn't have to be mean, like we touched on earlier. It doesn't have to be vulgar. It can be very gentle and honest and kind and compassionate. It's maybe just our relationship with conflict could be the reason why we're maybe avoiding that next level truth with each other. So check in, see where you land there. See what you think of conflict. When when you, I know this isn't an episode about conflict, but I think truthfulness really lines up nicely with it. And ask yourself, are you, are you scared maybe of conflict? Are you scared with disagreeing with each other? And maybe start to consider why, why do you think that is? Until we start to challenge these automatic reactions or thoughts that maybe don't serve us. So going back to one of the questions that we wrapped up on, but looking at 
what doesn't serve us anymore. So maybe that thought that conflict is evil or bad or deteriorates relationship, maybe that's not actually correct. Maybe when we can practice being really truthful and honest with each other and showing up at the same time and being compassionate and kind, I think that gives us a next level relationship with each other. And those relationships and those interactions are the ones, I don't know about you, but I chase. I love those. They they fit for me. They feel pure to me. And I feel that it's a conversation I always want to be a part of. So the more I find you interact on that level, the more you want to interact on that level. So I encourage you, like I said, maybe this is your reality. Maybe this is what you live on the day to day. And if it's not, it's okay. We all start somewhere. We all have areas in our life that we get to work on and we get to acknowledge where we can do better. So it's not about shaming or not about getting too hard on yourself right now. It's just maybe asking the questions of why maybe do you give that non-authentic response or that less real or truthful response and just checking in and seeing maybe where we can grow in this particular aspect. I feel when we practice living and saying our truth, we really honor each other and we honor ourselves more importantly. These actions say it's okay. It's okay to be different and think different than somebody else the more important thing becomes it's about being real and being honest and supporting and nurturing that honesty with each other. I believe we can do this and like I said, still be really kind to each other. We can practice trying to understand each other a little bit more instead of trying to be right. So it's about practicing holding space for other people's truth, even though It might not be our truth and still having that honest conversation like we talked about the last episode. The more that we embrace truth and being our authentic selves, I feel the more we actually invest in an honest, better way of life, which increases that in society. It's not about being fake. It's not about not being real or trying to be what we feel people want us to be. It's about being honest and real in our interactions, in our conversations, in our thoughts with ourselves. And when we can be real and support each other, we create these real relationships and real connections instead of only maybe allowing people to see a particular version of you or the version, let's be honest, what you thought they would like best. So instead of that, let's have and support truth with each other, really showing up, being real. And by us doing that, we support more truthful, real relationships. And that's a wrap, everybody. So thanks for tuning in again. As always, I ask, please rate the show, leave a review. 
get in touch with us maybe if you want through Facebook. You can always message the site. Always love getting to hear what's working for you, what's not, what are some tools that maybe allows you to succeed or what some areas that you would like some more information on. I always enjoy getting to talk to the people. Guys, we all use support. We all can use support. And the more tools that we have available to us, the more options we have to succeed. Okay, so it's finding what fits for us as individuals, what serves us, and maybe leaving the rest. But the ones that serve us, reach out, talk about it, encourage it, and maybe it's going to help somebody else find their way. As always, it is an absolute pleasure to discuss these topics and to have a podcast that I feel is really dedicated to encouraging people to seek out, find the tools that work for them to allow them to live their best selves. As we all know, it is not an overnight job. It's not a job that's ever really finished. It's continuous and it takes a lot of courage a lot of energy, and a lot of consistency. And yet, I promise you, it is the most important relationship you will ever have. So you're worth it. It's not just an investment in you. It's also an investment in all of your relationships and in a better world, one person at a time. So go and have yourself an absolutely fantastic day And never, ever forget to take the time to power yourself.